As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, my little anxiety show. So this is my my podcast, my the ode to myself and to everyone who wants to improve themselves, to overcome anxiety and depression. I started this because I was obviously suffering myself and I have been suffering for quite some time on and off. And I just don't want to see anyone else going through what I'm going through. I don't want to see my kids, my future generation. I don't want to see you or your family go through anxiety and depression and I understand like it's it's normal like this stuff is normal but there comes a time when you have to stop and you can't just keep dwelling on the past or keep worrying about the future or keep analyzing every aspect of life like there has to be a cutoff point and some people are like, way better at it than others like some people can come to grips with their anxiety and depression and like understand it and move on And like, if you're like me though, you hang on to it and you worry and you, whatever, beat it until it's a freaking dead horse, right? <laughs> until it's a skeleton. And, uh, I've always been like that ever since I was a kid. Like my parents always knew me as a worrier. I worried about everything. And it probably saved my life and maybe even my brother's life at times. But, you know, then again, like later on in life, I became a complete, uh, class clown slash just... I don't want to say like a an attention junkie, I guess you could say. <laughs> But um, let's go back to the topic that I want to introduce you to before I go on some rant is, uh, is just like your childhood dreams. I've come to a point in my life right now where I'm like, okay, I'm 40 years old. I'm trying to move on from, from a previous uh, work environment slash industry that I've, I've worked in and I've been very successful in. But I'm trying to move on from that. So I'm trying to like, you know, think about what I wanted to be as a, as a child and what used to motivate me, when, you know, when I was younger, what inspired me. And so I want to ask you, like, what inspired you? What do you remember doing as a kid, playing with your friends or imagining with yourself or your friends or your family? What did you do? For my wife, she said that she always used to love pretending she was in the kitchen. So if they were playing house, she was in the kitchen. She loved to pretend to make food and bake and cook. And, you know, she's actually awesome at it. To this very day, part of her therapy is cooking, is basically just feeding our family and doing it with complete awesomeness. So, and she's actually even like, she's done a number of cooking shows. She's been sponsored by cooking companies before in the past. And um, I think she could have a, an awesome future in cooking and, and just YouTubing. But I mean, obviously, like, yeah, that's for her journey, I guess. But 
she's awesome at it anyways for me i always wanted to be a farmer like i always wanted chickens like my dad would come home and i guess i was like probably three years old because i can still remember this quite vividly he would come home come home from work and i'd be like dad get over here yeah come check out the chickens and of course there were no chickens there it was just a slide which was my make uh make my pretend chicken coop and the chickens would be around the slide and we'd have to he'd have to feed them and then he'd have to pat them and it was a whole routine right but this happened every single day i loved it i loved those little chickens I, i remember loving them so much that even though the black one always bit i still loved it i actually was my favorite chicken actually and um yeah it was just a, it was just amazing you know of course i liked he and transformers and all other jazz but i'll always love farming and one day uh i guess i was probably around 13 or 12 13 years old not one day it was a matter of time but sorry over a course of a period of time but my dad and my mom purchased five acres of land in the countryside and my dad was like hey we're gonna start uh, hobby farming so we got some chickens i freaking love those things named them all went to visit them every day made sure they had fresh water and we had this rooster that just a very territorial rooster and the rooster attacked everyone and it even attacked me but i love that freaking rooster man i'd like chase it grab it and cuddle it i'd cuddle it till it basically just started to really just give in to me and it was we formed a great relationship i was pretty much the only one that could touch it and um when it passed away i felt i was pretty sad i wanted it to have a good life it was the protector of our chickens um but i just wanted to really make sure that that it and the chickens like the hens um had good lives yeah, well, i remember we got ducks too and the ducks had no water so i was like well frick these these ducks need water that's part of what they are they're 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 a swimming bird so i got a kind of a mr turtle pool thing filled it up so the ducks could have water of course they were meat birds so in the end they were butchered but I wanted them to have a good life while they were at least on this earth. So I'm thinking, should I be a farmer? Should I be a farmer? I don't know. I don't know. There's a part of me that wants to do what my dad did. Just say, screw the city. You know, all this traffic, the noise. And just get out to the country and just have a little plot of land. It's kind of funny how you walk in your parents' footsteps sometimes unknowingly and you know growing up in the country wasn't wasn't what is it roses a bed of roses it was freaking tough man there was always work that needed to be done always and it consistent arguing in our household but i think i could do it better you know i don't want to say i think i can do it better because my dad did it he did a decent job for what he had like he gave it his best shot but learning from him i can probably do a few things different and hopefully hopefully not wind up in the same scenario he did where um they just amassed a tremendous amount of farm equipment tools trucks junk whatever my mom mom got fed up and ended up uh, saying we got to leave this place it's just too much garbage and junk and we've collected too many things and i think it took at 1.4 hours to mow the entire lawn and all the fields which isn't even a long time in farming terms but for your average person who's holding down their own business and the wife's working and the kids are crazy you know four hours worth of work unnecessarily isn't worth it so so my question for you is uh what did you want to do as a kid 
what inspired you? Maybe maybe it started off with something, but as you grew um, into a, into your teenage years, into your young adulthood, maybe it changed. Like for me, it went from farming and and taking care of animals to video production. By the age of 13 years old, I was producing my own videos and I loved it. Like my grandfather had a camcorder, so I was continuously filming stuff and making up comedy sketches. And yeah, our family's been doing that for years. Thanksgiving, my cousins and I would get together and we'd film a comedy sketch. And it was amazing. Like we got a moment in time captured, but we also practiced our craft. Until now, uh, 10 years ago, I started my own video production company. I remember at 30 years old, I was like, I want to have my own business at 30 years old. And that was a goal I set a long time ago. But I was like, at 30 years old, I don't want to be working for the government anymore. I just want to be working for myself. And I did. And it took a lot of freaking hard work. But I ended up starting my own business. And I worked with some amazing people and amazing, excuse me, an amazing industry. So, but now again, I'm back at that crossroads again. And is that bad? Is it something to be ashamed of? I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, two days ago, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I'm super bummed out. But right now I'm trying to think of myself like, no, man, like this is part of life. Like you're going to have to reinvent yourself many times in life. That's what I'm saying to myself. You're going to have to re- reinvent yourself a few times in life. Should you be lucky enough to live to a ripe old age? And this is part of my new reinvention. This is part of my new metamorphosism. You know, I'm, I'm still the same person I was before. I just have to switch gears a little bit and look at different opportunities and go from there and not let the past get me down or my what ifs or should ofs or whatever it may be or insecurities get the best of me. So right now I'm having some fun and I don't want this to be a negative podcast all the time. So here's some fun. It's like, what did you do as a kid? What did you do as a teenager? Did you like doing those things? What have you always wanted to do? Like write it out on paper, like get this stuff written down and, and explore it. And you don't have to be perfect at it either. Like just one step at a time. You don't have to be perfect. And I think that's something that cripples a lot of creatives is we feel like we have to be perfect before we we release it or before we explore it. But no, you don't. Just explore it. Like, okay, here it is. My mom left the job um, working in finance. She retired from it. And then she went in to be, um, she works at a winery and she is a wine taster. She kind of reinvented herself, but she loves it. She went from working behind a computer and financing to working with people, exploring different varieties of wines and, and showcasing their winery. So not, not my parents' winery. A diff, someone else owns the business, but she just works as a taster. You know, that's kind of amazing. At, at 70 years old or 60, or late 60s, she's reinventing herself. And I think like, I'm 40. I can reinvent myself now. And you can too. So if you're feeling anxiety and depression and bummed out, um, I don't know if it's a relationship issue, if it's just um, confidence, if it's money, if it's, um, you know, I don't know what your, what your, what the trigger or what the source of your anxiety and depression is, but if, and I guess this doesn't even hurt anyways, but just explore what your options are. I think sometimes we feel so closed off. We feel so isolated And if we can think a little bit broadly and just kind of push our imaginations and get the juices flowing, you can start thinking of some things that might give you a little bit of reassurance that you got it or give you that inspiration that you can do it. And that's the podcast for tonight. So 
Um, thank you for tuning in. This is uh, my little anxiety show. Uh, the name might change in the future, but that's what it is for now. And um, thank you for tuning in. I just want to let you know, though, if you do have any questions, concerns, or you have any comments or things you've worked through, please email me. My content information is in the description. So just fire away, man. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye for now. P.S. What did you dream of doing as a child? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.